Welcome to Stargate Infinity. We lost a bit. A walking through the Stargate podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Brent. And this is episode five, where mm. we'll be talking about the Stargate Infinity episode, Mentor. Yeah, we uh, will. We, <laughs> there are things to talk about with this episode, let me tell you. Uh, I want to give a special thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, you literally make this possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is why we're doing this. Um, and it's mostly been enjoyable. The I mean, action of talking about the stuff is enjoyable. Yes. Yes. That's that's the been the enjoyable part. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so for all of you Patreon supporters who listen to this uh, first, thank you very much. And for those who are listening to this later, uh, if you want to become a Patreon supporter of the Walking Through the Podcast franchise i guess we we call it a franchise we can but it's not walking through the podcast though i mean it might as well be did i say walking through the podcast you sure did but that's okay okay. we'll walk you through the stargate (laughs) whatever Uh, you can do that at patreon.com slash walking through the stargate yes uh and all that stuff uh brent let's dig into this episode Um, Do we have to? (laughs) Yes, we have to. Uh, I I do want to remind you and all of our listeners that the director is Will Mew Mew or Mew 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 or whatever. Uh, He's the director for all of uh, this series. The teleplay for this episode was Richard Mueller or Mueller or something like that. I think it's Mueller. Mueller. Uh, The original air date was October 12, 2002. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, the various voice actors, you go back to our first episode of Stargate Infinity uh, before we even had a name for this podcast yes. here. Um, uh, you can get all of the information about the various voice actors. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I have. And so, Brent, I'm going to kick it off to you for the synopsis for this episode. The copy pasta synopsis? Yes. All right. This is from uh, GateWorld.net. Uh, absolutely no edits, and this is the first time that I've laid eyes on it. So let's have some fun with this one here. Ready? Absolutely. Gus and his team arrive on a planet just in time to rescue humanoid inhabitants from an ambush. The ones responsible for the ambush run away, but one is captured by city troops. I didn't realize there were city troops. They tried to capture Stacy, who helped the one that escaped, when the rest of the team arrives to back her up. As they are about to engage in battle, Gus's old friend Harley Shepard shows up to stop the fight. He was an old team leader of his during his first missions before Gus was transferred to another team for continuously disobeying his orders. Ha ha ha. The ha ha wasn't in there. It turns out he, quote, <laughs> retired, unquote, on this world without informing Stargate Command when he was reported missing in action. Shepard introduces them to the... Uh, The Mustari, yes. Shepard introduces them to the Mustari, the humanoid inhabitants of this world. Apparently, a rebel named Tamaz has been causing some disturbance lately. Shepard claims they are just bandits that would rather steal food and hide in the woods instead of work for a living. To change the subject, Shepard invites the team over for dinner. When they arrive at the village, the people bow down to Shepard. Shepard claims it's simply a local custom, and that the Mustari are grateful for his help in getting them out of poverty and starvation by introducing them to our ways from agriculture to medicine. When they arrive at his house, they are baffled to see it is a huge castle. 
rebel bandits attempt to kill Shepard by dropping a pile of stones on him, but Draga stops the stones with her, with her telekinetic ability. Harrison goes after the bandits, but is stopped by Stacy, who claims she knows why they might be what what they might be rebelling against. Stacy confronts Shepard and asks why those people are rebelling against him, but he quickly changes the subject again, admiring an enormous marble statue of himself. He claims that everyone needs heroes, and that Stargate Command should have built statues for both him and Gus after some of the things they have been through. Later during the feast, Stacy asks a servant who this rebel Tamaz is to the objections of one of the leaders. Gus and Shepard exchange tales of humorous events that occurred during some of their old missions. The city troops capture the rebel Tamaz, so Shepard excuses himself to attend to the situation. Stacy later confronts Gus about Shepard, and Stacy later confronts Gus about Shepard, and Gus continues to support Shepard. I'm re- I literally read every word exactly yes, as you it did. <laughs> Stacy, let me try that. Let me start over again here. <clears throat> Stacy later confronts Gus about Shepard, and Stacy later confronts Gus about Shepard, and Gus continues to support Shepard by saying he only has his people's best interest at heart, but begins to doubt his old friend's true motives. As the team gets ready for bed, Gus contemplates on what he should do. Meanwhile, Shepard goes to greet Taklan forces who step through the Stargate. Dakal double-crosses Shepard by changing the deal they made and goes after Gus and the Ancient. Gus wakes up. Boy, this thing is written really poorly. Um, Gus wakes up Harrison and says he wants to talk. Ugh. Gus wakes up Harrison and says he wants to talk to the bandits to find out what they're really rebelling about. <laughs> this <laughs> written by a middle schooler. Hey, when, just, just keep going. You got it. You're almost there. When Shepard breaks the deal with the call, he comments, his comments are ignored, and the Taklan ambush Gus and the team. Shepard releases the Mustari prisoners, and they engage the Taklan in battle. The Taklan are overpowered, and Shepard and the team head for the Stargate. At the Stargate, Gus and Shepard admit the error of their ways. Shepard has the Stargate activated and gives his last order as former ruler to the Mustari to work together and make their own decisions from now on. Oh. The end. Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> Brett, oh, I have some major, major thoughts about this episode. Oh, boy. Uh, oh. All right, should I, can, I, can I dig in? Okay, you go first. All right, all right. So immediately as I watched this episode, I thought, oh, this feels like the first commandment. Mm. Um. And I'm like, well, okay, you know, it was a TV show, and then this is the cartoon. That makes sense. Um, And then it goes south from there. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. There is, so they talk about good and bad people and, you know, Mm -hmm. making bad decisions and good decisions. And I immediately said, there is a difference between good and bad in people and Mm -hmm. enslaving an entire race. Oh boy! Oh my goodness! Yeah, Gus, yeah. Shepherd is bad. Shepherd uh, is, is is bad. Yeah, and no, yeah. Bad. <laughs> it's it's wrong, and and Gus's uh, just blindness to that oh, makes was... me think that 
Chip, the Gus has got some issues because, uh, you, you know, I mean, sure, uh, okay, you know, I'm a good friend with you, and if all of a sudden I saw you enslaving a group of people, <laughs> uh, I, I'm like, what the heck is Brent doing? Yeah, we um, ha- it'd be bad. Yeah. But uh, I, I thought we're like, Brent, this, this is wrong. You shouldn't be doing this. I... But you see, Zach, everybody has a little bit of bad and good in them. <laughs> there is a difference between everybody having a little good and bad in them oh and enslaving gosh. an entire race. It was, it was, yeah. Carry on, carry on. Oh, you know, the. so finally, you know, thing, things move on. And then you see the, the, the evil person who is Shepard uh, being betrayed by the Teklan and the Declan uh, doing, you know, the the whole uh, uh, Darth Vader thing. Uh, I am altering our plan our agreement. Right? I don't alter it any further. Yes, blah blah blah. Right. You know, and I'm like, okay, so we already knew the Declan were bad, and so now you have, you know, it's like Shepard isn't even, you know, uh, uh, Lando Calrissian in this. No, right, uh, Lando. Uh, tries to make a decision that that might, you know, mess with his morals, but try to save his entire community, uh, that, that's different than what, than what uh, Shepard is doing. This is, mm-hmm. no, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the morals in this is that, uh, oh, and then, and then they're just like, Oh, here you go. At the end, you can just... It's okay. Just just go about your business because you guys can make decisions on your own. You have cultivated an environment where these people were worshipping you and then you leave them. Yeah. You should because you're doing bad things, right? Yes. And you're like, oh, it's just part of... You know, and then cultural appropriation and all of that stuff. But oh, then, yeah. But then when you depart, you depart them with two groups of people who still don't like each other. Oh, yeah. Which you created the situation and are now walking away saying, it's no big deal. I'll just retire on some other planet. <laughs> By going AWOL. <laughs> By deciding that it was... Uh, okay, sorry. No, you, I'm going to wait. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll let you go. So, this episode is terrible. Mm-hmm. It, it, <laughs> it, 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 it's just... It's awful. The, yeah. I... For kids, this gives them the wrong messages. Oh, oh, oh. a thousand times so over. So I watched bad. this episode, and I did not want to watch anything more. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wanted to say, "Wash my hands with this whole thing," because this is terrible. Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, what did you think? <laughs> okay, so I've got good news, Zach. I am exactly on the same wavelength as you. Okay. But there's a little bit of bad news in that uh, my wavelength, the the amplitude is much lower because here's why. I got through this and as I got through it, I realized that I had, I think I had fallen asleep in the middle of it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So I was I was conscious enough to know where the story was going. Um, I, I I'm pretty sure I phased out entirely when the battle happened because it's so formulaic right now. Like it's it's literally just three minutes where you can catch a nap. Um, and but yeah, no, from the jump, 
the whole thing was like, what, what is this? What is this about? So part of the problem that I think I see with this one, there's, there's, there's sort of two levels. There's maybe three. One, they're, they're trying, the writers are trying to cash a check right now. And so they're creating a story that they think will be moderately, they're, they're literally throwing things against the wall. And unfortunately they're in an environment where too much of it is sticking. And, <laughs> um, and so they're looking at it and they're going, sure. Uh, a story where we talk about hero worship and how dangerous hero worship can be. Um, but we're, it's, a, it's, it's geared towards kids. So we can't necessarily like clobber them over the head with a whole lot of stuff. So how about we have a former person that, he, that Gus likes, but why is he on this world? Well, let's say that he just left Stargate command. Fine, fine. Let's just keep going. Let's ignore the. Uh, implied morality aspect of wait a minute did he literally have no one back at home did he literally think that he was like like he was so disconnected from his community at stargate command that he decided this was the right thing to do um just ghost everybody um so okay right just keep moving and uh so hero worship so we got to have him not be the best person so let's have him be a leader but have him be a leader that's a bit oppressive. So, but again, it's for kids. So we got to dial it back a little bit. So let's have everybody kind of like, you know, build a statue to him and like bow down and stuff. And wait a minute, bowing down. Isn't that implying of extreme power? To, we don't have time. We don't have time to just keep going. Just, just animate it. You know, we got to get this out the door. <laughs> And I got a feeling that the story had a bunch of those moments where they were just writing it, just animating it. We got to get it out the door, but it, what ends up happening is you have all of these um, uh, really atrocious elements of humanity just getting glossed like super uh -huh. fast, and 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 so your 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 um, intent was to tell a story about how you really shouldn't be hero worshiping because everybody has flaws, and you ended up glossing it so. So smoothly that you're like, you know, I mean, enslavement, possibly genocide. I mean, it's just a part of the human experience. Everybody's got good and bad in that, right? You end up getting dang close to like Holocaust denialism <laughs> in this thing, which oh, you don't yeah. mean to do. You're not, you're not, I don't think for a second that the people that wrote this story were, were trying to telegraph anything. Other than, hey, kids, don't hero worship. But you end up accidentally creating something that sticks in the minds of people that goes, oh, well, you know, I mean, it, so long as I'm not personally affected by it and somebody over there is, if that person who is doing that bad thing um, comes clean, well, then, you know, you got to let it go. Or, you know, I mean, everybody's got a little bit of bad in them. You know, this is just this is part of how it is. And of course. Like, that's a bad message. That is a very, very bad message. Yeah. <laughs> that is a terrible message. So here's you, the, here's here's you, my, my issue with all of this. I mean, yes, you, but we've only watched, this is only the fifth episode we've seen, yeah, right? Yeah. But yeah, we've we already established that one of the more. things that this show is trying to do is provide some kind of message in how our kids who are watching this should uh, live and operate, right? Yes, yes. This is what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, this is this is how it's been established. And now, while they they say, "Hey, don't hero worship," which is a good message. Yes, 
But then, in the process of moralizing don't hero worship, a good message, they imply, more than imply, because they show it, and then they laugh about it. Oh, gosh. Yes, yes. And and the way that Shepard dismisses uh, uh, the rookies, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, It's just, it's that if the old people in your life treat you like crap, it's okay because there's a little bit of good and bad in everybody. (laughs) And don't hero worship them because there's probably some bad in them. Duh. That's terrible. <laughs> this thing is this thing is this thing's a pile of poo. <laughs> it, it's, it's a pile, a pile of, poo. of poop on fire. It's yeah. Yeah. And then the, the other aspect of it was um like in trying to create so they were doing an awful lot of telling us about Gus and Shepard's backstory rather than showing us. And I mean, I guess that's, I mean, I was about to say, I guess that's okay. But but then on the other hand, I'm like, no, it's an animated show for crying out loud. Animate a story from their past already. Like, <laughs> you, do, you don't need to build sets. You don't need to, like, find a way to make your actors look younger. All you have to do is draw. So <laughs> go ahead and draw a story about Shepard and Gus quit it with this whole like sitting around the table half telling half stories sometimes and then laughing about it because it's it's making Gus look like um I was about to say an enabler and I think that's technically true but I really mean more say that like he's he's um he's whitewashing it he's he's just he's just he's just he's just smearing a patina of something clean on the top of something that's just dirty and yeah and the and and you know under the auspices of let's reminisce about the old times right well and then you get then you get um so gus tells us that shepherd is the one that taught him to think for himself yes that's good yes and what does shepherd do kicks he him tells off a whole the bunch of people not to think because for he doesn't agree with him yes wait a second yeah yep and they just chuckle about it. This, this, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Honestly, if <laughs> if if they didn't try to, I mean, hey, this this whole episode makes Gus look bad. Oh yeah. Uh, he, uh, I lose respect for this character as a leader because of what he's doing in this episode. Yeah, and what he's saying, like he was uh, talking about how, um, like he got reassigned for disobeying orders. Well, Which, but but the the but he was thinking for himself. And I get, that's and that's also him. it's in the framework of everybody's got a little good and bad in them. Okay, yeah, but it doesn't work. It doesn't. No, it doesn't work. He shouldn't oh. be in command, <laughs> right? You give responsible. So so the reason why in in a perfect situation, the reason why people have jobs. This job, not that job, is that they're good at this job, not that job. Not everybody is good at every job. And so you want somebody who doesn't disobey orders to give orders. That's what you want. You want somebody who is an exemplary person within the construct of 
a military organization who understands the mission op, uh, parameters and the objectives and very well may get creative, but it is never a disobeying of orders. It is always in service of the spirit of the orders. That's who you want in command of a thing. Well, and, another question becomes, though, how much of Bonner's disobeying of orders of shepherds was actually a disobeying of orders, but of... Disobeying uh, shepherd. Gus saying what you're thinking is not good and I can't follow that. That's fair too. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I am speaking in a hypothetical perfect situation. In yeah. real life, you have commanding officers who tell you to go gun down a whole bunch of uh, Vietnamese children. Well, and apparently that's what Shepard is inviting us to do. He's like, you guys stay here and eat. Never mind the giant statue of me in the mm-hmm. courtyard. By the way, you should totally have one too. Um, and... Uh, I'm going to go and take care of this rebel dissident. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) This is tasty. (laughs) I've never tasted tasty like tasty. (laughs) And then then the thing, though, that actually was confusing to me, but I think I have finally just accepted it now that we're five, five, five episodes in. I think that I should accept that the, that the Taklan are literally on every system. That 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 they might not be like our senior sinister bad guy might not be physically present on this particular system, but the Taklan are everywhere, or their operatives are everywhere, and be, I, I I say it like that because I didn't think that was true, and this episode is like what. Why is Shepard contacting the Taklan? Like, like I, I don't. That makes no sense. And, no, it doesn't. And 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 he's like, you know, our deal was that I give you the ancient, not my team. And it's like, boy, you're a creep. <laughs> like, like why, why, why was your deal to hand over this sentient creature, not those? Um, is it because is it because you have an affinity towards them? That's kind of dumb. That's what, no good. What theoretically were you going to get from the Taklan for giving up the ancient? <laughs> and then who's the real like you know th- now Shepard is just a groveling like um uh oh shoot what am I trying to say uh puppet regime uh you're right like he's not the one in power what's his face is yeah you know the guy the the prime evil guy that whose name I still can't remember um, I don't know it doesn't matter. Darmok. No, that's terrible. Um, uh, Because that was actually a good story. Uh, You know, right? Like, it's... uh. So, but... I think we can take a little bit of solace in this thing, Zach. Uh, Not very many people watch this. (laughs) The number of children who were poisoned by this thing is actually relatively small. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, I... That does not help, Brent. <laughs> no, 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 it doesn't. I thought I thought it would have a little bit more uh, more relieving than I than I realized, but no, no, no. It's just a bad story. This is just a bad oh. story. Poor, again, poorly executed. Uh, right, animation is. Mm, um, I don't know what the writers were thinking when they decided that this was the one they were going to go with. This is a bad sign. We've got twenty four stories total, something like that. And we are five in, and already we're at the spot where they think this one's the good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that I mean, this is this is a good one here. They think maybe this is their emancipation. 
I got a feeling that uh, that we might be seeing a Chevron rating for me that we haven't seen in quite some time. Oh, uh, well, yeah. All right. <laughs> so, speaking of Chevron ratings, yeah. frankly, uh, this is a dead horse, and hitting it anymore is just not nice. No, no, it really isn't nice to, to keep beating this thing up. So, uh, how many Chevrons are you going to give Mentor? So let's see here. We've got a story that um, casually accepts the enslavement of an entire people, the, brut- the, the, the brutal handling of dissidents within your regime. Um, uh, your brutality is so extreme that dissidents decide that f- hucking piles of rocks on your head is actually the way that they're going to get out of this thing. Um, you are, uh, a, a person of such an imminent character that you decide that ghosting your entire command is preferable to actually going back and saying, actually, I quit. Um, you, uh, are in league with the preeminent evil of this particular story. You decide to sell out your friends and your friend's friend in order to get something that we don't really know of. Uh, you're, you're mildly shocked that you got double crossed, but you know. There we go. Uh, your decision of uh, uh, rectifying the situation is to acknowledge that you were wrong and to give one final order to think for yourselves. Okay. And all the while, the character that we are supposed to be identifying with as the moral compass of this group is chuckling along as if all of this is acceptable. Everything about what I just said is literally the worst. This is a one. I, it's because I, I will not give zeros. <laughs> For a beat, I'm like, I should consider giving the zero chevrons. I, 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 I. Yeah. Fine. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm giving it zero. This is, this, 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 this is such, this is such garbage. It is so bad. Yeah, that it should be expunged. I'm not in favor of canceling things because they are heinous because we need to learn from them. So I don't think that this should be expunged. But I got to tell you, if no one saw this for the rest of eternity, the world would be better for it. <laughs> so there, there is the only thing you can learn from this episode is how not to tell a story. Everything about this is what you shouldn't do. Yeah, uh, it, it, it it's terrible. Um, and I am, I don't need to reiterate everything that you said, because what you said was exactly right. (laughs) And, you know, when you were saying you're going to give it a one because you weren't going to give it a zero and then you decided, you know, I'm like, I got to give it a zero too. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it is, it is absolute garbage. It is absolute garbage, and there's nothing redeemable about this But you know what this means? Really? This means that we have found the worst episode of Stargate. I mean, let me rephrase that whole thing. There may be other episodes in our future that also get zeros. However, this is worse than Emancipation. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, by the way, Brent, uh, Emancipation, uh, thanks, Kevin, is very close to getting a Stargate second chances. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but yes, I oh, would rather man. watch second chances or watch Emancipation again and again than this. <laughs> this, this is, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. 
This was this was a disaster. So, uh, dear listeners, uh, if you have not seen this episode and really want to, uh, you can do that by going to uh, currently it's on Tubi. That's how you yep. watch it, right? Uh, yep. Tubi That's is right. free. You have to sign in, but then it's free. Uh, lots of stuff there. Um, and you can watch this episode, and then after you've done that, you can tell us what you think about this yeah, episode. Uh, if you think that there is something redeemable about this episode, I would love to hear your opinion. No joke. I'm not kidding. Uh, I'm not I would also like to hear that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a hard sell. I'll grant you that. <laughs> but if you've got it, I'll, I'll listen. All right? Sure. Uh, you can do that by emailing us at walkingthroughthestargate at gmail.com. Of course, you could also talk to us on Twitter or on the Facebooks or on the Discords or go to the website and all of that yep. stuff. Yep. It's all there. It's all there. So thank you very much for listening to us rant about this episode. Mentor, uh, thank you for supporting the show. And yes. Thank you. With that, I say I'm Zach. And I'm Brent. And this has been Stargate Infinity. We lost a bet. A Walking Through the Stargate podcast. Boy, did we ever lose a bet this time. Oh, we did. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.